0: Welcome back to rock radio. It is Friday. We are back in it for another deep dive. Uh, I believe last Friday I missed uploading an episode that was totally on me. I was like, you know what? I'll do it later in the week. I got time. I got time. Well, it snuck up on me and we've just been crazy busy. I've been trying to get a bunch of other stuff recorded. So that one is on me. So we're going to uh, just kind of jump right into this. I'm kind of drawing inspiration from this episode from a little bit of at home thing. So we have a shed on down below our house that we wanted to get rid of. And to get rid of the shed, we were basically just giving it away. We're like, you know, Hey, blah, blah, blah. And coming to find out that upon the start of the teardown, we actually found that there was a bird nest inside of the shed. Right. So we took a picture of the bird nest. I think it was like somewhere, I think it was May 11th was when we took a picture of the bird nest and it had like the first egg had hatched like May 11th. So fast forward a little bit to like May 25th or something like that, like the end of May. And it was like 15, I think it was probably close to like 11 to well, if it was the 11th, yeah, it was close to like 15 days. Um, All of the birds were gone. Like they had all grew up and flew away. And it kind of just, I was talking to my wife actually about this before I came upstairs to record because I was kind of, you know, cueing her in on what I was going to be recording about. And it still baffles me how fast those, uh, like they went from being just like a, you know, a precious little egg to now they're out flying around the world and just doing bird stuff. But it just kind of blows my mind on how fast, because I mean, if you look at it, like if you look at it from a spectrum of okay, humans, and, you know, we have a baby, it takes a bit, you know, A, I guess from what I've noticed here with um, our nephew, our nephew is like, he's getting close to three years old. And it seems like he's really starting to come into his personality. Like, yeah, he's still a kid, but he's like really starting to come into that personality and be his own person. And it's just kind of crazy because you measure that in years. And then you look at an animal, and it literally, I wouldn't say reach maturity, but you know, it was big enough to fly. And 15 days like that is just, just fucking insane to me. Like the evolution that happens in such a short amount of time, it's just mind blowing. So yeah, well, I figure we talk about, and you know me, I love talking about animals and, you know, underwater. Hopefully we don't get too, you know, stuck into the, you know, the deep, dark recesses of the earth's seas and waters and oceans and you know, all that crazy shit. So yeah. So I got a couple articles. I'm going to post the link just so you guys can follow up. Um, if I ever forget to post something, you know, if a link of, or talk about an article or, you know, maybe you guys missed it, just let me know and I can get that information to you. So, all right, we're going to look at a couple articles here. One is 10 examples of animal, yeah, animal, animal evolution. So, and it's kind of like, yeah, it was talking about animal evolution in nature. It says some birds develop beak size and shape based on their diet. So the reason which, you know, I didn't, a lot of, I guess I wouldn't say it's common knowledge, but, um, yeah, the, what baffles me, what I wanted to bring this up is there's actually a vegetarian Eagle. Um, it's called like, a you just have to look it up will I can't think of it right now, but it's literally a vegetarian Eagle. It gets like the same wingspan. It's still a very big, large predator bird, but instead of, you know, seeking out meat and hunting, it actually, it gets all of its nutrients from a certain type of nut from that is native to where it is from, I guess, but yeah, it it finds these nuts, it cracks them open and it gets like this, basically the same amount of protein and nutrients that it would need to get from meat. It gets from this nut and the nut juices. And yeah, that sounded awful to say, but anyway, we're moving past that, but yeah, giant Eagle feasting upon nuts crazy. Um, all right, here's number two poll. Yeah. Pollination, not pollination, pollution, big difference. Pollution drove the color change in a population of moths. So it says this peppered moth historically was a light colored moth, which adapted rapidly to the pollution brought on by the industrial revolution. The moths mutated to become much darker in color, allowing individuals to camouflage with the sooty environment and avoid being eaten by predators. Whereas the individuals that were still lighter in color were mostly easily preyed upon. So that's just kind of a like, yes, it's evolution, obviously, but it's like a big, you know, adapting to your environment. You see a lot of this in nature. And, you know, I mean, just look at some of the coldest places in the world, whether it's like the, you know, Antarctica or the, any of the, yeah, what am I trying to think of? Like the more northern parts of the world where it gets, you know, sub-zero and just all those places where nature still thrives. I mean, these things and animals and organisms have been doing this for literally so long that it's just become second nature. They've evolved into what they are now. It's just kind of mind blowing. <clears throat> they got do, and most of these articles that I share have some pretty cool pictures. The moth that uh, that they have a picture of, it's literally like white with black speckles in it. You know, if you weren't paying attention, it would kind of just look like. Um, some kind of ash or suit that they were talking about. If you have, if you ever seen like the inside of maybe a fire ring or like a wood burner, how it gets all that like creosote and shit on the sides, it's kind of what it almost reminds you of. Uh, it says birds that once soared across the sky, lose their wings. So, which, I mean, that's a pretty, um, I don't know. I I guess it's, I didn't know that penguins, I guess at one point flew or whatever, but they're talking about, were flightless birds always flightless in a nutshell? No, many modern flightless birds that were so well that we so know so well today, such as penguins or ostriches or emus have ancestors, which were able to fly the flightless adaptation evolved during to different environmental pressures. So this is like another one where the, um, where they, where their habitat is, has drove them over a course of many years to develop, you know, basically like a, Uh, advanced or specialty in this in that area and it says ostriches and emus grew much larger over time and the structure of their feet allowed them to run quickly across arid landscapes finding food and resources and escaping predators removing the need to fly altogether because if you can run away from it why do you need to fly and it says a similar evolutionary pattern can be seen for penguins which eventually developed flippers and became efficiently swimming to better capture fish prey eventually removing the need for wings. So I thought that was pretty cool that I guess I didn't realize that penguin ancestors were able to fly. I mean, it only makes sense. They are birds. All right, we are on number four. Cave-dwelling fish loses eyes and color pigments due to dark environment. So this is pretty crazy. It's literally... It's literally a fish that almost is transparent and has no eyeballs. You can see some of the organs. It looks like probably the heart and some of the lungs and some of the. You can't really like see completely through it, but it does kind of. It looks like uh, looks like a tube of hot glue. Really, like before it gets heated up, it's kind of kind of milky and not really completely clear. It says, the Mexican cavefish are found in underground caves, void of any light sources. It takes a lot of energy for an animal to use their eyes and convert the visual data in their brains. The Mexican cavefish adapted to their surroundings by losing the eye structures completely. They have also lost all pigmentation in their scales since they no longer need to hide from predators. So that is just kind of mind-blowing that it just decided, like, eh, you know, it's too much body energy for me to use my balls. So you know what? Over the course of however many years, we're just going to get rid of them. And, uh, yeah, you got to check this picture out. It, it is from, yeah, it says, it just literally says the Mexican cave fish image by Richard Borowski, New York university. But yeah, it's pretty cool. There's a couple, it looks like there's a couple fish behind it. I don't know if it's the same, um, species or not. It looks very similar, but one of them, it has been transformed almost. And like I said, it looks almost, it just look like a, a toy fish instead of anything that could actually be alive. Now, this is another one that's pretty, I mean, that you always kind of hear about, not that you hear about, some of you might be very familiar with this. Uh, Potato eating insects become resistant to man-made insecticides. So anytime that you introduce something, I mean, it's just like when you take antibiotics for a cold or for you know, the flu or whatever, you're going to naturally build, uh, resistance to things like that, especially medicine. And I mean, there's no, it's no different for different organisms, um, including bugs and all that kind of, all that kind of wild stuff, because, you know, eventually these things that they come in contact with, you know, on a, especially on like a, basically a schedule, because, you know, you know that you spray your insecticides a certain time of the year. You're, you're like, all right, well, it's time to do this. It's time to do this. You know, and the bugs and all the other, all the other life that happens around you gets hip to that as well. I mean, if you live anywhere in a rural area, you would, you can almost see a change in like the way the animals behave, especially deer when it gets close to gun season or not gun season, just hunting season and things like that. It's just, they really, uh. They pick up on a lot more than what you would ever, I guess, I don't know, pay much attention to. Uh, giraffe neck, this is a pretty pretty common one, I think. Giraffe necks have evolved to reach higher leaves, but also to compete for a mate. If you have never seen two giraffes go at it, like literally it is probably one of the most brutal things in in. I can't really say the most brutal thing in the animal kingdom, but it is pretty fucking intense. They basically use their head as a crane and they swing their head around like a, like a, like a giant. uh, What are they? Yeah. I can't even think wrecking ball. There we go. It's like a, basically like a big, they use their head as a big wrecking ball and they just slam into each other. And it's like I said, it's honestly kind of horrific to watch because you just don't, it's hard to fathom, their necks being able to stretch and have that much flexibility and not hurt them. I'm not saying they don't hurt themselves, but yeah, it's just kind of tough to imagine. So this is a cool one too. Anteaters developed noodle-like tongues to consume ants. So even just look at this anteater, its face is literally looks like a funnel. It's very, very elongated, very thin. And it says anteaters have bizarre tongues acting like a long sticky noodle and are used to quickly consume ants out of their nest. The tongue, Their tongue developed over a long time and is unique when compared to other closely related species, such as armadillos and sloths that have relatively normal tongues, it, it, with quotations. The anteater is now overall well adapted for the ant specialist diet, using their strong arms and long claws to make short work of ant nests and their unique tongues to decimate entire ant colonies. I have never... I guess gotten a super good look at an anteater. It's body structure is very, it reminds me of like a somewhat primate, like, like a primate on all fours. Like it's got a very defined body structure. It looks like it's legs and arms are very strong. And that like the claws that it has in this picture, it's a pretty intense. I, I definitely, it would definitely be cool to see one of these things in action and just like light up an anthill. Because it just looks like a... It looks like it... Like I said, it make quick work of it. And I believe it. And this... I had to look up a picture of this because it doesn't show a good picture. And maybe it does and I just didn't see it. No, it really doesn't. Unless I still can't see it. I don't know. But uh, this one... Snake develops a special spider tape shale. Yeah. <laughs> spider tape shale. Spider shaped tail. So... At first, this seems like the strangest of adaptations, since snakes have no legs and spiders have eight. However, one snake species, a spider-tailed horned viper, developed a unique growth at the end of its tail, which remarkably resembles a spider. So this is pretty intense. If you look it up, um, the picture that it shows just shows one of these snakes coiled up. And it's like a brownish and like a pretty vibrant, like a blood red color and some black. But like the end of its tail literally looks like a spider. I mean, it's got like, it almost looks like the, I forget what they call like the thorax, like the part of the bug. It literally looks segmented and it also looks like it has legs. Like it legitimately looks, you know, from a, like say a bird or something like that. That's going to prey on a, I don't know what would prey on a spider, probably a bird and things like that. Uh, that was just the first thing that came to mind, but like just passing over it, you know, it's just kind of like when you, walk past something in the on the sidewalk or you see something out of the corner of your eye and you're like oh shit is that what that is but uh no it definitely would it definitely resembles enough of a spider for you to be like oh like hold on a second and then get you know mauled or bitten to shit by a snake oh i guess um, it says the snakes move the end of their tail around to mimic the skittery movement of spiders, which fool migratory birds into swooping down for an easy meal when close enough the snake quickly grabs the bird to eat. So, yeah, pretty, uh, pretty crazy. So we're going to skip down to this last one. Squids lose their shells and become more agile to escape predators, which this I did not know either. The ancestors of modern squids were once large, slow, and heavily armored with thick shells. As predators evolved to become better at capturing and crushing crushing, crushing the heavily armored species, the smaller, faster squids were able to escape and reproduce. Eventually, the squids began losing their shells to prioritize speed and agility, creating a soft torpedo-shaped animals that we see today. I tell you what, squids and octopuses are probably, or octopi, or whatever, I don't, really know the proper plural it is such a fascinating thing to watch if you've never seen an octopus get out of like a I, i've seen them in mason jars get i've seen them i've read stories on like reddit and all these other places where there were stories of some like getting out of zoo display like enclosures and all oh, i was like what the hell i didn't know what the hell was going on um yeah i lost my turn there we go Got it back. No, uh, like getting out of zoo enclosures and things like that is just kind of kind of insane to see these things. I've also seen them squeeze through something like the size of a, I don't know, like picture a hole the size of your fist. Like hold your fist out and look at it, and you, a, a octopus could probably squeeze its whole entire body through it. I'm even given if it's forty pound octopus, so that is something crazy to think about. And we're going to take a quick break. We get back from break. Who knows where we we'll end up. So I will see you guys in a minute. Alright, we are back from break. And <clears throat> for me, it has been a week since I recorded the first part of this. I got a little off track and this last week with just a little bit of everything, man. Gaming and some other shit. So I missed a couple of the last Friday episodes, but that's my fault. I'm just going to uh try and go, yeah, blah, 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 blah try and get a little better. So the first half of the episode, we talked about evolution and animals and some, you know, just some kind of crazy stuff like that. I wanted to take the next half of the episode to kind of go off the beaten path. Um, And with that, I mean, we've talked about Hollywood and stuff and just some of the crazy shit that goes on in our world. So I don't know if you're familiar with um, there's a guy that I can't. Well, maybe I can pull his face, pull him up on TikTok while I'm doing this. Um, t- 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 he is. I think his name's like something the barber. Um, let me find it here. Here we go, Richie the barber. So on his TikTok, it's Richie the barber show, and the dudes all tatted up his face, like his nose. He's t- tattooed like a clown, and the guy has been. Putting some shit out there about Hollywood and all the weird shit that goes on out there. A lot of it's been like evolve, involving satanic cults and satanic circles among the Holly weird people. You know how we you know how we do. Um well I guess not how we do, but you know how we what what we call those people the weird ones. But yeah, I guess he is like coming forward and saying all this shit. I actually watched another video and I couldn't find the video on TikTok. I thought I'd saved it, but I must not have, but he was talking about basically like how he doesn't want to die and how he loves his life and yada, yada, because you know, he's kind of living in fear of the Illuminati or whatever, whatever entity is surrounding this cult. But he's talking about like big celebrities being at these things, like all the, you know, all the big movie stars and all this and all that. The latest video I just watched is he's talking about Taylor Swift. Being at the satanic thing, like drinking blood and like dancing and all this weird stuff, man. Now, there is... So, I guess the thing is, like, obviously you can't believe everything, but this dude has came forward and like talked about these parties and the satanic shit that goes on and all the weird shit that goes on out in Hollywood. If you don't think there's some kind of cult following or um, something that's out of the norm out there, then I'm sorry. I feel like you're sadly mistaken because look at all the money, like the, all the money that's in Hollywood and movie production and these actors. And I mean, you're talking millions and millions and millions of dollars. And essentially a lot of these people can do as they please. Um, when the whole Epstein Island thing came out, look at how many celebrities were basically quote unquote, like, you know, the finger pointed at the th- yeah yeah, finger pointed at them for being involved. Um, it's just kind of. Well, I mean, for one, it's sickening, but two, it's it's just mind blowing. Um, in today's in today's world, you can basically do whatever you want as long as you have enough money. At least that's what that's what it appears to be. But like, look at all the the Hollywood actors that you know. I always say I've used Kevin Hart before as as an example. Um, I really liked some of his earlier stand-up stuff. I thought he's, you know, he's a pretty damn funny person. But there was I've and you know, I've talked about this video before. The uh, you have to look up the interview with him and Kelly Clarkson, and she's talking about, you know, have you ever been offered a bunch of money to do something? And you know, and he's pretty much like shushing her and stuff. I know I've talked about it before, but you know, you see a lot of these. At least him, like he went from being in just a few movies and having stand-up specials to. I mean God is plastered all over commercials and this and that he's on TikTok commercials on YouTube it's just kind of absurd absurd that you know I don't know it's just I guess it's kind of tough to explain what, what I'm where I'm trying to come from but you know you, you see these people in Hollywood and you know that a lot of them are probably shysty and you know fucking weird ones or whatever. But, I mean, you know that there's, like, good actors out there. I mean, just like there's good good people in any situation. But, unfortunately, it uh, seems like, you know, if it's not 50-50, it's, you know, usually the bad guys. There's more of them than they are of the good, unfortunately, or the people that want to do bad are more are more in numbers than the people who want to do good, it seems like. But, yeah, this whole fucking Hollywood thing just got me... Kind of got my head spinning. I just kind of wanted to take a minute to talk about it. And just the fact that like, you know, these satanic cults and things like that are still, I mean, they're still a very obvious, I'm not saying from experience, but I mean, it's just, unfortunately, like worshiping the devil and being satanic and things is just as common practice to some people as it is going to church every Sunday. You know, that's their church. That's, you know, the motto they live by. Which can be extremely fucking twisted, I'm sure. But you just wonder, like, what kind of what kind of shit are these people doing? Like, all right, so say for instance, which you know I'm spitballing all this. It's this just shit that I heard that some guy said. So you know, unfortunately, it's tough to like put a nail down in it and say, all right, that's a you know that's truth. That's he you know he's telling the honest to God's truth. But what I like to do is think about what if all that shit is true? What is it? like, what is the obsession with blood, right? Like drinking blood, like there's always been, you know, you know, thousands of years ago, warriors would you know, drink the blood of their enemies. And yeah, that was always kind of, kind of not a common thing, but that was always like a common saying. And, you know, there are a lot of, I think it was, I want to say it was Vikings. Some, some sort of Vikings used to eat food out of their, you know, they would have a battle and, Slay many a men and they would like eat out of their skulls or like, you know, wear their shit for, you know, like the the bloodshed and the blood spill has always been like a big alpha dog type shit. Like, you know, you see a guy rolling in or you roll up to somebody and the dude's wearing a skull on his head and eating soup out of another skull. You're like, oh, you know, this guy must be the real deal. I just don't understand unless there's some kind of fucking psycho reactive hidden secret among the blood that these people have found, but man, it doesn't seem like it's, doesn't seem like that's the case. It's just hard to imagine um, all these Hollywood actors and like all these big people that you've been watching for years and then you see, you know, what, what if you were to see all that shit going down? Like a satanic party and all these people. It's just kind of fucking wild to think about, man. There is so many weird ass shit. Like I guess there was a video where somebody called nine one one. They were talking about, and this is like this is like local to me, like in Ohio. They were talking about like a weird flash. They saw something in the sky. They saw like a what they said is like an alien figure, or whatever. But it was a nine one one call, right? And I didn't know this till today. My brother in law said that there's like fucking thirty kids that just up and went missing, and now they're blaming it on the aliens. I'm like, nah, um, no, I don't, I don't believe so. I mean. Unfortunately, Ohio is like one of the worst fucking states for sex trafficking and child trafficking and just trafficking in general because, you know, we're like a big we're like a big fucking hub. You can get anywhere. The majority of anywhere you want to go, you can get through or get to easily by Ohio or coming through it. It's just like a big-ass... I don't know, man. It's like we're at the center of the bike tire and all the spokes are, you know, sticking out. But I guess, you know, like it's just hard to imagine all this crazy shit happening. Um, look at all the the fires in Canada and you know, like there's been a bunch of crazy theories about that. As far as people are saying it's a terrorist attack, there's people saying Canada lit their own fires because the shit popped up overnight. And I just, it's a crazy world we live in and it's hard to, it's hard to sit back and, you know, trying to figure out what, what the reality of all this stuff is and you know what the truth behind it is. And, I honestly don't think we'll ever get that, but yeah, I just wanted to spout some of that stuff out, talk about Hollywood, talk about, you know, maybe we'll get a little bit more in depth, yeah, depth, depth about Canada and all that stuff going on next week, I don't know, I try, there's a lot of things that come out on, you know, like current news and things and not that I don't mind getting involved, but sometimes, man, I'm just like, eh, I don't know, we might have to leave that alone for a little while till I can do some more solid research, but yeah, the, the uh. The fucking alien thing and the Hollywood thing. I mean, the Hollywood stuff is just keeps blowing my mind because, like I said, you know, can you imagine all these people that, you know, we've been watching in films for years actually turn out to be a bunch of Satanists and fucking drinking blood on the weekends like it's just some normal thing, like it's a fucking cup of Chardonnay or some shit? It's just crazy, crazy world. I know I say it a thousand times, probably at least once an episode throughout the week, especially on Fridays, but. Yeah, it's just hard to imagine, so take a look around, keep your eyes open, man, because there's wild shit going on every day of our lives, especially if you're out and about, and especially if you're in, like, a heavy populated area with a bunch of people. Like, I live out in the country, so it's kind of, you know, it's kind of hit and miss on things. You know, there's not too much excitement out here unless I bring it, but, you know, I'm grateful that I don't live in a city and I have to deal with a bunch of shit, but, yeah, so just be safe out there, man. The world's a scary place, and it ain't getting any not scarier, I guess. But yeah, tune in next week sometime for more Rockhound Radio. On Tuesday, we'll be covering who knows what else that we'll get into gaming-wise. Friday, I have no clue. It took me two weeks to get this episode out, and that, I apologize. But no, I'm going to try and do better. I thought about collaborating episodes together and doing one podcast episode a week, and then just to make it a little bit easier on me, I thought about doing like half gaming and then the other half some stuff, or I don't know. It seems like the Friday episode's still... uh, Still, you know, they're battling right there with the gaming episode. So you guys let me know what you think. Send in a DM to the show, you know, whatever it is you guys think, or however you want to contact me. Maybe head on over to YouTube, watch some gaming from Fortnite, or whatever you're into, man. But, yeah, just send me a message. Let me know what you think about potentially, and I'm just saying potentially, going to one episode a week on the podcast, and but just kind of cramming everything, everything together, maybe doing like a 45-minute episode and a little bit of stuff here and a little bit of stuff there. But who knows? I'm not entirely sure what I want to do. But yeah, until then, I will see you guys and make sure you follow anywhere you can follow podcast and follow me anywhere you can follow me at YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, not Twitch, uh, Twitter, Facebook, all those places and send me a message. Let me know what you think. And yeah, I'll uh, include the link for those 10 examples of animal evolution in nature, because that was definitely I, I really enjoyed recording that. So I will see you guys next week.